Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Thank God we made it. It's season two. I am so honored to be able to do a second season of this show. And I know sometimes all it takes is one person. I, I, I don't look for these large numbers, even though it makes me feel good when I see that 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 people listen to the show. What makes me feel really good, though, is when that one person reaches back and lets you know how the show affected them or how they took it. or They get into a dialogue with you about things you spoke about, and it makes me feel so good because I know that my words are relevant to somebody, and I just greatly appreciate it. And here we go with episode 33 or 34, season 2. And I, I missed it. I'm not even going to lie. At first, my very first show, I was like, how in the world am I going to speak for 30 minutes? I hate talking. If I speak more than five minutes, I start getting a headache. I feel like I've been underwater, but I've been yapping these jobs and um, it, it's just beautiful. So thank you guys. So today... October 26, 2022, which is a day after I should have posted, um, I want to talk about relationships that are one-sided. Now, nothing's changed. I sat down today wondering what in the world I'm going to speak about, and I looked at my phone. My daughter had sent me a text asking a question about a friend, and my reply was, well, this person is always held you in a relationship based on their wants and needs, not mutual. And there you go. There goes the topic. When your friendships or your relationship or your family ship, your ships are not equally yoked. When you deem a person is more important than they deem you, when the energy just doesn't match what do you do? So I'm going to give you a couple of examples of what I'm talking about. You call a friend and they don't answer. They don't reply. Okay. You know, people have lives. Sometimes they're busy and they forget. They're asleep. They're, um, they're just doing other things. Or maybe they just don't feel like responding right then. And all the above are okay. I promise you, all the above are, unless it's a diehard emergency that they ignored it's all okay but the next day you reach out again and they ignore you I don't know about y'all but that would be it for me I'm not going to keep reaching out to somebody who's ignoring me so that second time the first time I'm always going to give you the benefit of the doubt that second time that whole 24 hours day and if you have an iPhone I see it's on blue that means your phone is still on and I get a red at or delivered message, yeah, I'm, I'm not playing that game. So I'm done reaching out to you. But here we go forward another week or so. You need something from me, so you're reaching out to me. Hey, girl, how are you? Hey, can you please look at my resume for me and let me, you know, now I'm looking sideways because I'm wondering, did this person just ask me to do something for them after they ignored me? Now, I am the type of person, depending on who you are, I might do it. Matter of fact, this happened not too long ago. I reached out to somebody. 
They didn't respond. I reached out again. They didn't respond. And I left it alone. And fast forward about three weeks, they needed a favor from me. Reached out to me for a favor. I made sure it was on red. <laughs> and I moved on because, number one, you're asking me for money. And you don't even reply to me like we're friends. How do I trust that you're ever going to pay me back? And that's something else about me. If I lend money, I always lend what I know I can give and not worry about getting it back. Because I'm not fighting anybody. I'm not taking you to court. I'm not doing any of that over money. If you ask for too much money, we're going to need to sign a contract if I'm going to give it to you. But I digress. Let me go back to my subject. So I left that on read. I didn't respond at all. This person started blowing my phone up, called me, hung up, called me back, left me a voice message, text me because they needed something. You are not going to be my friend on your terms. You are not going to care about me, communicate with me, love me um, on your terms. It's going to be mutual. Our respect and admiration and love for each other must be mutual for the relationship for me to be healthy. If it's not mutual and it's only on my terms or your terms, it's not real. It's not real. It's just one person using another. I'm going to run that back. If I'm only reaching out to you when I need something or I want to hear from you, but I don't respond to you when you reach out to me and you need something from me or you just want to hear from me, I'm selfish and this relationship is on my terms and I'm only going to utilize you when I need something. Don't be that person and don't let somebody treat you like you're less than them. So I'm going to give you a real life example, which I always do, but several, um, Months ago, I told you guys that me and one of my family members' relationship was strained. And it's been that way for decades. But all it takes one time is that one thing they say. It could be the simplest thing. It could be, oh, wow, your your car's got a little scratch on it. You lose your mind. You lose the scratches there. It is a little scratch, but you lose your mind because there was just that another negative thing you could take from that person. That's what happened to me. I, I dealt with this because we're family and I dealt with this and I dealt and I kept loving and I kept loving and I kept extending and kept extending. But they said that one little thing to me over the phone. By the time I hung up, they were blocked and I had nothing else to say. But for me, the Lord has a way of showing me things and convicting me. And I realized, you know what? This person's been this way since you were born. So either A, you can cut them out of your life, which is going to cause, you know, a little animosity with your kids, maybe your siblings or, you know, whomever. Or you could change the relationship to be on your terms. That's different, you guys, because that's exactly what I did. I unblocked this person after several months and the relationship is on my terms. It's on my terms. I reach out to you to see how you're doing and we're not on the phone more than five, six minutes. I hang up. 
I'm not trying to tell you what's going on in my life because I know you don't really care. I'm not trying to tell you about my business ventures, my husband's business ventures. You care about the kids. So I might tell you about how Tweet's doing and Ty's doing, how Keaton's doing, but I'm done. And I hang up the phone. You know why? Because I love this person. I just don't like this person. And I know this person loves me. I know this person just has a hard way of showing people that not only do I love you, but I honor and respect you and I have your back. You know the friend you have who y'all kick it hard. You love this person. Y'all get into something. If one's in it, the other one's in it. But when they're with the other people who don't care for you, they talk about you. Or even people who do care for you, they talk about you. And then when they're with you, they talk about them. And when they're with them, they talk about the mother thems and then the other other thems. You got to form that relationship on your terms. I've said it a million times. You don't go down to other people's levels. Either they come up to your level or you deal with them on their level. That doesn't mean stooping to their level. That means you stay the same king or queen you are. But you know where this person's place is for you in your life. It might be one of those quick, hey, how you doing? Oh, good to hear from you. All right, take care. Tell your family hi. Or it might be one of those, hey, listen, this is what I'm going through right now. And they listen and they give you great feedback because they care. Hey, this is my business venture. Now they're going to buy into it because they love you and they, they believe in you and you give them the same energy. All right, you might deal with both of those people, but you know you have to deal with them in different ways. So what you do is you figure out these people who only deal with you on their terms. Are they important enough to keep in your life? Is this somebody who's been treating you like this for a while and you still hold on to them because you feel like, but they're still my friend? Honey, they are not your friend. They are not your friend. Your friends, be careful with that word. Be careful with three words. Friend, love, integrity. There's a lot more, but those three words right there just resonated in me during this, this little podcast. Friend. People have a quick, easy way of telling other people, oh, yeah, that's my friend. Oh, yeah, that's my friend. All right, how many kids your friend have? I think two. What are their names? Um, uh, Bobby and Jesse. How old are they? I don't know. Okay, how are they doing school? I don't know. What does your friend do for a living? I think that they are, uh, they work in a call center. That is not a friend. That is not a friend. Now, sometimes, even with my friends, I might not remember things right off the top of my head, but I know if that person calls me, I'm there. If I call them, they're there. If I call them crying, they gonna get up and see what's going on and they're gonna hurt like I'm hurting. That's never happened, by the way. I, I don't call people crying. Um, if they call me crying, they've got my whole heart, my energy. They tell me a secret, it's dead with me. 
My philosophy is when somebody tells you something that's a secret, something going on in their life, it was none of your business in the first place. Forget it just like it was given to you. It's not your place to spread their information. It is not your place to take that and then try to show other people what you know that they don't know. I hate people like that. I hate it when people tell me, hey, listen, such and such told me this, so please don't tell anybody else because they swore me to secrecy. Then what the hell are you calling me for? What are you telling me for? Back in the day when I was younger, I would, you know, listen to that. But once I got a certain age, I'm like, then if they ask you to keep a secret, why are you telling me? It's none of my business. But people always want you to know that they know something you didn't know. And the crazy thing is, they would have enough nerves to get mad at you if you turn around and tell it. And I think I I told you one time I did that. There was something that was none of my business and I told somebody else and I asked them not to say anything and they did. And I could only be mad at myself because what was told to me in private and secrecy, I just had to tell that one person so we could both know. And they told other people and I couldn't even be mad at that person because I had no business telling them in the first place, but it was an eye opener for me. And it, it, it not only opened my eyes and my mind, but my heart to realize when people tell you things in secrecy, that is such a compliment to the friend that they believe you are. So be that. Be that friend that they thought they had. Because you know what I had to do? Even though the person who told me that secret didn't know I told somebody else and they spread it, I told them. I was like, you know what? You're going to be so disappointed in me and let me apologize first. But you told me X, Y, Z, and I told this person and I apologize. I had no business doing that. And the person forgave me. They forgave me. That's just, I guess they felt like that's how people are, you know, but we don't have to be like that. We don't have to be like that. We can be the kind of friend we claim we are. And don't tag everybody as a friend. I'm quick to say, oh, that's my associate. Yeah, I know that person. We're not friends, but I know them. My best friends, and this is no joke, is my husband and a couple of cousins I have that became my family through my husband. And the lady Paula I talk about all the time. Those are my friends. I can call them about anything. I can be hurting and they're going to hurt with me. They're going to love me in the skin I'm in. They're not going to judge me. If I'm doing something great, they want to see me be greater. And I give back the same energy. Those people who are jealous of you, they talk about you behind your back. They, they hope that whatever you're in fails. They're happy when you're hurting. When you're hurting, they try to make sure that you keep that pain. Those aren't your friends. Those aren't your friends. They are people you know. They're called associates. Be careful with that word, love. We're so quick to tell people, yeah, I love you. I love you too. And there'll be people you don't even really know, but you want to be godlike, right? So God says love people, love them. So you tell everybody you love them, but you don't. You don't even know these people. Sometimes you tell somebody, oh, I love you too, sis. 
I love you too, bro. Wouldn't they become your brothers and sisters? Okay. I love you too. And then you don't talk to them for a year. You totally forget about, if you're like me, you forget about people. I can leave a job and totally forget all the people who work there just about. Totally forget them. But when I was there, I told you I loved you. Yeah, I love you. Hey, hey, I'm praying for you. I love you. And they tell you, I love you too. Y'all don't talk on the phone. Y'all don't hang out. They don't know your family. You don't know theirs. But that's the word you use. We got to be careful with that word. Some people take it literally as they should. And some people use it like they're drinking water. Take a gulp. Oh, I love you. Take a gulp. I love you too. I love you. My boss tells me he loves me all the time. For like a year, I never said it back. I didn't love him. I thought he was cool. He's my boss. I had to go off on him several times. But then he became this person. He would lean on me when he needed advice, and I would give it to him. And I don't lean on him for advice, but I started caring about his pain and his heart and what he was going through and trying to make things better for him. Not only because he pays me a great salary, but because I cared about the company and the people in the company. And I realized I I have a lot of love for him. So now when he tells me, I say, I love you too. Now, it's not the kind of love. I, I have two different kinds of love in my life. I love my husband and I love my kids and I love my parents and, you know, my siblings and all them with great agape love. There's almost nothing my kids could do that would take that love away that my parents could do to take that love away, that my siblings could do to take that love away. But there are things he could do to make me say, I'll cut you. I'm going to cut you from your rooter to your tutor. I'm going to take a baseball bat to you. You know what, Alex, I quit and screw you and this company, and I hope you fail. I would never say those words, but you know, you get my point. I have love for him. I care deeply. What happens with this company? I care about his well-being and his family's well-being. And when I talk to him now, I say, how's your wife? How's your beautiful wife? How are your kids? All right, so what's going on with you and your health? Did you go to this doctor's appointment? Did you do that? Because I care. My last boss, I didn't do any of that. And I was with him for seven, eight years. Yeah, what's up? What can I do for you today? You know, he come joking sometimes, but... He wasn't professional. Like, he loved drama. He loved messiness. And to be in such a high position in the state was ridiculous. But my whole point is, you've got to understand people's energy for you and how it looks the energy you're giving back to them. And it's got to be equally yoked. But you have to be the friend, the family member, the mate that you expect back. You cannot give a dime but expect an entire dollar back out of that person. You can't ignore people or keep them on red, but call them when you need something and expect a reply. You, you just can't be that person in life. Also, you have to be a helpmate in your relationships You cannot put more on one person, on your mate, than you would want put on you. Don't expect that person to work, cook, clean, do laundry, fix the roofing, 
wash the cars, do everything while you sit back and watch TV at home all day. If you're not a stay-at-home wife or husband or mate, and that's not your full-time job just to sit home and take care of the house, then be a help. And if it is your your position, I'm not going to say job, your position, you want to stay home and keep the house tidy and you want to do the cooking and the cleaning and everything, do it. Don't let your mate come home to a nasty house. Don't let your mate come home and wonder what's going to be for dinner and they end up going to Burger King getting a Whopper. You know, you, you got to give what you want. You got to treat people accordingly. You got to treat, if you say you love somebody, act like it. If you say you care about somebody, act like it. If you call somebody your friend, treat them like a friend. Don't treat them like an associate, but call them a friend. Don't do that. Call them your associate. The energy you give should always be the energy you get back. And if you see yourself giving all this energy and you're getting back little sparks, it's time to redefine that relationship. And it is okay to keep somebody in your life that is not giving back as much. You just have to put them in a different place in your life. Stop calling them your friend. Stop leaning on them. Stop telling them your business. They're not a friend. Just act accordingly and put them in the right place. That spouse that doesn't want to hear anything you got to say, they don't feel like talking to you. They just want you to, to meet them in the bedroom or in the kitchen. That's worth a conversation. And if it doesn't change, that's worth you looking into whether that is really your soulmate. If that's really who God gave you to be your significant other. Because I know for me, up until my marriage, I chose who I wanted for whatever reasons. And it was never for the right reason. So that's why I was never in a relationship long. But when I leaned on God and what he had for me, I ended up in a marriage. So don't lean to your understanding, you know. Um, Lean to a higher calling. And if you do have a really good friend, a good family member, a great spouse, um, like I told you, I, I have a couple of those things. It's also okay to talk to them. Bounce things off of them because they're not going to be selfish with their response to you. They're going to speak to you and be real and be honest and let you know sometimes if it's you. Sometimes it's us. It's not that other person. Maybe they haven't responded because they used to reach out to us or we told their business or we were rude and nasty a couple of times and they felt like they didn't want to put up with it anymore. Fix wrong relationships when they're worth it. And sometimes you have to apologize and readjust yourself for those long-lasting relationships. You guys, I'm so pleased to be back. Um, I think my last thing was integrity. Have some. Be a loyal friend. Be a loyal mate. Be a loyal partner in whatever area you're partnering in. But have integrity. Without integrity, without trust, without loyalty, you're just a breathing waste of space. I said it and I'll say it again. All right. 
So I'm so pleased with this, you guys. I, I was reached out to by a company in Russia wanting me to do uh, a podcast on their airways. I, I seem to be doing very well still in China and now in Russia. So, you know, keep keeping me in your prayers and I'm going to keep doing the same thing for you guys. I do have somebody working on my website still. I know I said that months ago, but I really, really, really do. And he's fixing my email address. Uh, but in the meantime, you can still hit me up at Sonya, S-O-N-Y-A dot artist, A-R-T-I-S at Ymail.com. And I appreciate you all. Have a beautiful day. Welcome to season two of Your Mind, Your Body, Your Choice.